This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for December 29th, 2013. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today I'd like to unwrap a very special Christmas present for you, if you will. But before I do that, I have to know if you know something. Do you know what day of Christmas it is? The fifth day of Christmas. I'm on a campaign because I keep hearing on even Christian radio stations that Christmas is over. And even on the news channels, they tell me, now that Christmas is over and the lights are down, and I'm thinking, we just got started. (laughs) How can it be over? I was talking to somebody and he said, well, I always thought that the 12 days of Christmas came before Christmas started. And I went, no, those are called shopping days, uh, but, <laughs> which, which is a very different religion altogether. Uh, there actually are 12 days of Christmas. They're the days that between Christmas Day and Epiphany, um, which comes on January the 6th. And those are the 12. So what should you get your sweetheart today? Five golden rings. Hear that, women? All the women. <laughs> They're much more fond of that than two turtle doves, I can tell you. But um, The gift that I want to open for you today is, is something that's unique and special about Christianity. You know, most religions have scriptures. I mean, that's not unusual. You have the Quran and Islam and you have the Bhagavad Gita. And, and, you know, most religions have scriptures. But it's really... Only one religion, possibly two if you count the Judeo tradition in, in midst of that, um, that have uh, more than one evidence of the same events. You know, one of the remarkable things about Christianity is that we have four Gospels, not one. We have four. Just think of how dangerous it is to do that. You're going to give four different accountings of what happened in the life of Jesus the Savior. I mean, if you had four different people tell a story about something you did, how much confidence do you have it would be the same by the time they all got done? And yet, here, Christianity not only has four, but we embrace it and hold it up as a good thing. Because we claim that these are eyewitnesses. These are people who have seen this, and they are telling you the story from their own perspectives. And there are differences in the gospel as a result. For instance... If you read the Gospel of Matthew, you will find that the story of the birth of Jesus is told from the perspective of Joseph, not from the perspective of Mary. In the Gospel of Matthew, you have the angel of the Lord appear to Joseph in a dream after Mary's already told him that she's pregnant. You don't have the story about Gabriel enunciating Mary. It's in Matthew that you have the story of the the Magi traveling from the east. It's in Joseph that you have the slaughter of the innocent. I mean, in Matthew, you have the slaughter of the innocents. It's in Matthew that you have the flight into Egypt and ultimately the return back into Nazareth. So there are different stories of what goes on. And then if you go to Mark, the second gospel, um, then you don't have any stories at all about the infancy narratives. Now that could be because if you look at the symbols of these things in Matthew, the symbol for Matthew is an angel, the, the, the messenger of God, the evangelion, the, the one who is going to give the good news. In Mark, the symbol for Mark is what? Does anybody know? It's a lion. That's because he runs so fast through the whole thing. You can't, I mean, he never slows down. I mean, Mark's favorite word is immediately. 
Apparently Jesus was in a hurry for three years because he immediately went and did something else. And so you have that characteristic in Mark. And apparently he wanted to get to the good stuff. So he starts off with the baptism of Jesus in the River Jordan. And then you come to Luke. And, and in Luke, you have the infancy narratives, the story of the birth of Jesus, told from the perspective of Mary. And it's in that that you have the Annunciation of Mary by, the, of, by Gabriel. It's in that that you have Mary traveling to um, Jerusalem to visit her cousin Elizabeth, um, who is with child, and the child leaps in her womb. It was late, you know, late we find out as John the Baptist. And so you have different stories. In Mary, you have the story of the shepherds keeping watch over their field at night who come to visit. So, and it's not that they are contradicting each other. They're really both telling exactly the same story. They're just telling it from two different perspectives, two different ways of things that they thought were important to emphasize that they're talking about. That's why a lot of times now when you hear the Christmas story, what you really have is a sort of a confusion of those two stories where ever, I imagine if you have a manger scene at home, you've got the wise men and the shepherds both there. Um, if you tried to look that up in the Bible in one place, it would never be there. You'd have to go to two places to do that. That's because we have two stories about it. And the, the symbol for Luke is, they might know, he's an ox. You may know why. That's the tricky part. At the very beginning of Luke, it's interesting, what happens at the very beginning of Luke is Zechariah, who is to be the father of John the Baptist, is sacrificing in the temple. Sacrificing most likely a heifer. A heifer. And it, so it symbolizes that unity of the sacrifice of, of Zechariah at the beginning, but then ultimately the final sacrifice once for all of Jesus Christ on the cross that comes at the end of the gospel. And so, you know, we have this emphasis in Luke, of Mary and of Christ and, and of his giving up of himself for us. And Mary of surrendering her will to God. Let it be to me according to your word. And then we come to the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John, believe it or not, has an infancy narrative. It's just un, so totally unlike any of the other ones. Does anybody know what the symbol for John is? Hmm? Nope. It's an eagle. That's because it said that John soars high above the other gospels. Because John starts off not by telling the story of the infancy narratives of the birth of, of the Messiah from Mary's perspective, not telling it from jo- 